2: He is live from his comfy bedroom in Plano. I can't tell you. Well, I could tell you where. We can
1: perfectly see downtown now, too, My wife
2: is currently brushing her teeth for the
3: first time today.
2: Oh, dear. Is she going to like you telling us that?
3: What time of day? Like, when should you brush your teeth? Uh, Before I head off to work? Yeah, I
1: I drink my coffee and have breakfast before I brush my teeth. And then I brush my teeth. And then I come to work.
2: Yeah. I
3: think that's... What about on Saturday? How do you do, you do it differently? You whenever wake I wake
2: and, up, yeah. pretty much, because I don't know what the day holds. You know, the rest of it is very structured. And then sometimes when I wake up, is at 5 in the morning because of the baby. And <laughs> I, nice. have an ex, I have an excuse sometimes with the job. But if I wake my wife up on a Saturday morning when I don't have to go to work to get the baby... That is a bad marital decision. Yep, I agree with you. I'll tell you what, the roads
1: here on 75, there's not many cars. There's literally three cars going south on 75 right now and about a dozen cars at most going north on 75 right outside of downtown Dallas. It seems like enough people have driven on the highway. With the salt? Yeah, that it doesn't look that bad. my personal philosophy. I'm not saying go out and start driving around, yeah, but
2: my philosophy was I drove mostly in on the highway because those streets are just significantly more salted than or brined than your side, your just regular like a turkey street. Turkey for Thanksgiving. Yes, just then, just like a regular street where I feel like the conditions are probably worse there.
3: What do you think is going to happen tonight? Then, so now that has now turned into water. Uh, You're saying they're dry. Is it dry or just kind of wet? You think
2: right now it's dry, but there was like a three hour period where it was coming down. So I think my concern is I think tomorrow is going to be bad Mm -hmm. because it's not going to get above freezing. And what's the problem we run into time and time again is I appreciate the hell out of everyone who goes out there to salt the streets. But if it doesn't ever get above freezing, is it refreezes? And then it feels like traction at times can be almost impossible And so I am concerned about tomorrow.
3: All right. Well, you know what, Kevin? You know what they say. What's that? Oh, I don't know. I thought you would. Know. I thought you were going oh, to do the Garth really, yeah. Brooks song.
1: Yeah, yeah. tomorrow a... never comes. <clears throat> oh, Your yeah. Dream
2: right.
3: is like I, a river. Yeah, I do like, like
2: that Garth Brooks, know. and they call the thing rodeo.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow, Those are three different the songs. rodeos. Nice still work. going on too in Fort Worth. Oh my god! Because I mean, that's a big draw. That has to kind of stink for these next few days. That
2: man, that is a great point. All right, so I put together a salary cap report. For you guys, oh, this okay? Is for
1: Cuban, he loves salary caps. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, I kind of want to. I, I I would love a shot as a capologist. I really, really would. Because the more I'm going to ask Stephen if I could like sit in with one of their meetings with the capologist and stuff. All right. So I'm sure you guys went over this. You saw the new cap for the NFL year, two hundred and twenty-four point six million dollars. And I know people immediately were like, "Oh, it's the highest it's ever been. What a great party." False. Is I think that cap is thirty million dollars lower than what it should have been. All right. Okay. So I take you back to I'm gonna need a few years, uh a few years to describe to you. So give me just a minute. And I was
3: then, gonna say that's gonna be a little bit of no, 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 no. A couple of years on this. And then I've got
2: three Cowboys players as I wanna know. You always ask, Corey, what are the switches to flip? I yeah. have the switches for you. Let me know if you want to flip for these particular players. All right. So the salary cap was $188.2 million in 2019, obviously would have remained the same. $198.2 million in 2022 would have remained the same. Now, I did some math at where the cap was trending beyond just that one year. If there's no COVID, I believe the cap would have gone up to $211.3 million in 2021. Instead, it was $182.5 million. Because remember- that's down? Yes. Because they took a huge hit in 2020 off of revenues, right? And so by the time you got to last year, 2022, it went back up $10 million over 2020. Well, that's all fine and well, but that's way lower than it should have been if there was no COVID. I have the cap coming in at- 224.6 million dollars last year. Okay. And instead it was 208. So now you're down 16 million dollars. But in the meantime, what did NFL teams do? NFL teams deferred benefits and other payouts. Otherwise, that cap in 2021 would have been way lower. So the agreement, I don't know how many people know this. The agreement in 2021 is we will not go below, I think it was $180 million. And they settled at 182.5. But the reason they made that deal is they're like, we're going to defer a whole bunch of stuff. Now, the things they deferred that count in all of this, performance-based play, pro bowl pay, tuition assistance. Those are all things that are like, believe it or not, factored in- To the salary cap and how they cut up the revenue. And what did you hear when the DAC contract got signed? It's okay because his contract is going to jump, but it's going to jump when all of the TV money comes in. Right. Do you know why they just announced the salary cap?
3: Because the TV money is about to come in? Well,
2: because not only the TV money came in, but they were still waiting for the sunday ticket well they secured that deal with youtube and refactored all of their numbers so now all of the tv money came in the tv money should have bumped up the salary cap 30 million dollars so the cap right now is 224.8 if there's no covid i believe it should be at 254.6 million dollars so that's about thirty million dollars high. It's actually like twenty nine point eight, but just for purposes of moving this long, I think it should be thirty million dollars higher. And guess what? You know another reason it's not higher? The revenue loss from that season is being spread out all the way to two thousand twenty four. Okay. Here is why that's particularly relevant. If I've hit you with too many numbers, I apologize.
3: How do they, how do they spread out that loss, Kevin? Like I'm. I'm that doesn't. For me, it doesn't make sense. Okay. So they just go, we're going to tack this onto to what our budget should have been, and we're just going to add you know, $20 million here, $20 million to that year. So,
2: essentially, what they do is the players argued for 48.8% of all revenue. It yeah. used to be 48, and I know yeah. you're like, ooh, 0.8%. That's a lot of damn money, yeah, considering how much the NFL brings in. You could be talking about like $100 million, right? Okay, but... That's all revenue. That's TV revenue, live gate revenue, merchandise revenue. And so when COVID hit in 2020, you lost a ton of live revenue. I get it. The NFL's fine without their live revenue, but it doesn't continue up the trajectory. That salary cap should have been moving up about $13 million per year. And instead, it went down and then it went up $10 million. From where it was a couple years. So that's the problem, is they couldn't accelerate. And since they're still spreading out all the money they have to pay back, I I don't think the 2024 cap is going to jump as much as people think either. Here's why that's problematic, not just for the Cowboys, but who cares about those other teams? Let's focus on the Cowboys. So this is the highest salary cap ever, and what happens? Cowboys are $7 million over the cap. Stupid. How can that be? Because Dak's salary cap jumps from 19.7 to $49.1 million next year. But think about it, Corey. Why do you think his cap number jumps about $30 million?
3: Because they were expecting the TV money. Exactly.
2: To come in. Even in the aftermath of COVID, they thought they would make up all of that money. So that's the issue that the Cowboys run into. If you're frustrated about why they're 7 point whatever, 7.4 million over the cap, they should be 22 million under the cap is what they calculated at the time they did the DAC deal two years ago. Dang.
3: So so it was, Kevin, what you're telling me then is that the Joneses had the most terrible timing in the history of sports twice with this contract. Well,
2: I think the other thing is, I think they did not appropriately... I have not done research on all the other caps for all the other teams. I do not think they appropriately factored in how hard it would be to overcome the COVID losses. Yeah. And either that, or they didn't know the NFL was going to defer all these payments, right? Like, maybe they thought everyone was going to get the shaft for the cap in 2021, but then it would quickly build back up. I don't think they knew that they were going to be like, hey, let's just... Let's just flatten out the losses across, like, four years.
3: But not only, Kevin, did they not sign him to the $28 million contract when they had the chance. Yep. They gambled on him being a more expensive quarterback later. Yep. And then said, we'll defer those payments to later on when we hope that money comes in and it didn't come in. And and still, I mean, like there there are all these weird like, how does that keep them from you know adding other players here and there? How do they not have a better grasp of what they're of you know of what the what the salary cap is going to look like and and those things too? Man, that's that is poor. That is bad. Is it bad luck or bad planning? You no, know,
2: I I've personally I think it's I think it's bad planning. There's a little bit of luck, so I'm going to try to turn their luck around with you guys. Okay? Okay.
3: All right. Let's press our luck.
2: Okay, so check it out. You always ask, Corey, and I think this is a great question, and I believe it's Todd Archer who put this out. So props to him for that. Cowboys are $7.4 million over the cap. If you flip the switches on Dak, Michael Gallup, Zach Martin, and Demarcus Lawrence, then you can be $45 million under the cap.
3: Okay, Dak on those three players, right?
2: But I gave you four. Dak's non-negotiable because you can't, get out of that one, so I think they're stuck there. Okay, so, but
3: th- it's just those three players.
2: Zach Martin, Demarcus Lawrence, and Michael Gallup. You have my, to do what you have to do on Dak.
3: My question for you, okay, let's just presume that's going to, how much does Dak give us a loan? Do, rem- do you have a uh, number there? I
2: think uh, I've done the number crunching from here, so I think that can get you about $25 million.
3: Okay, alright. Man, that's a significant just, number. Just Hold remember,
2: on. go ahead, go ahead.
3: So, my I guess my question then is on I, I'm perfectly okay doing it with demarcus lawrence too oh, uh yes yeah okay i my I, i've seen a number of people say i kind of just want michael gallup to play out the contract and move on from him now that could change next year right like that could change everybody's opinions yep. next year is whether or not to keep him around a lot longer but i guess I, my my place of concern is the michael gallup contract based on his performance okay. this year
2: i'm glad that you said that let me start with michael gallup then all right, Michael Gallup's playing for you in 2023, no matter what. Just accept it and move on. All right, in 20, but so one more season. You want to get out of Michael Gallup after that? He's got a $6 million dead cap. You split that up over two years, $3 million per year. Not a bad deal. You can save $8.5 million. Okay. Or oh, if God. you want to save the money now, you need to commit to him to, for 24 and maybe 25. I don't that's the deal.
3: Yeah, I don't. that's tough because I just I don't know what kind of performer he's going to be in the next couple of years. I I know what I had beforehand. And I honestly, Kevin, I wasn't signing him to that contract before I was moving on, letting him go be a jet uh, or whatever he needed to go do and then when they did it, I was like, all right, well, you got that guy. He's your second guy. But then when you saw him come off that injury this year, it was like, man, why Why do the Cowboys love what G-Bag has named the Blue Star Special so right. much? Why do we love to pay guys that have, that have been injured? And we say, you know what? You'll just be fine after that. I just That's, that's frustrating to me. Uh, so I don't have an answer there. I know I will do Dak because that's just the cost of business. Like, you have to. Uh, I also, man, I'll totally do DeMarcus Lawrence too. Like I'm, there's that guy there. You're getting effort. You're getting, he is putting himself out there. You know, he's laying it all on the table for you. Uh, every single Come time. on. What?
2: what? I was with you until that very last one when you said he's laying all on the table. I think, okay. And, and you want to keep Zach Martin, Right.
3: Yes. Okay,
2: come on. Hall you,
3: of Famer, you keep, sure.
2: You keep Zach Martin before you keep Demarcus Lawrence, yes. don't you? Okay. Yeah,
3: absolutely. yeah I, I. You know, I asked the question, Kevin, while you were out, how much more you can squeeze out of Demarcus Lawrence's contract uh, or just the player himself because he, he played so well. And Mike was right. You got the best of Demarcus Lawrence recently, not just as, like, all the pressure and everything, but his run defense as well. You got the best of those things because he wasn't the only guy on the defense. Okay. You had other people flying with him.
2: Okay. Let me present you with the numbers for why De- Eagles fly. No, <clears throat> no. Okay. Mike. DeMarcus Lawrence is another one who has to play next year. And to quote Mike, deal with it. All right. But after that, Corey, I know you said you'd keep him, but here are your here are your numbers for Demarcus Lawrence. After this year, you can cut him with nine million dollars of dead cap. You've split that up over the two years. It costs you $4.5 million per year. His cap hit is 16. You save $11.5 million if you get rid of DeMarcus Lawrence after this year. If you want more cap space now, you have to commit to him through at least 2024. Same thing with Gallup.
3: I can commit to him through twenty four. Okay, I'm probably not doing the same thing with Michael Gallup though. I okay. probably will do it with Demarcus Lawrence because I think I can get a couple more years of of real physical play out of him. Okay,
2: so you say yes to Dak? Well, Dak, you I'm telling you, you pretty much have to. I can figure it out without him, but you're gonna is, not have. Th- a lot is there of money. a
3: manageable time when you can move on from him, Kevin? And- yes. And then you're gonna be, you know, free of that and cause I want to go ahead and draft or add young quarterback to develop now.
1: Can I just throw this out, yeah, Kevin, yeah. since you're out? Jerry Jones is not cutthroat with the head coaches and he's not cutthroat with the quarterbacks. Once he kind of is okay you're with right. one, he's I know that people keep going, if Dak doesn't do this, he's out. He's he's never been cutthroat yeah. with any quarterback. He's never been cutthroat with any head coach. So why all of a sudden is he now going to be cutthroat with, well, Dak only won 10 games and made it to the playoffs, I'm moving on. Or Mike McCarthy only won 10 games and made it to the playoffs, I'm moving on. Never in his life has he ever been cutthroat with those two positions.
2: Okay, so let's focus on what he just said and what somebody texted in. Why can't Dak's contract term be adjusted like Demarcus Lawrence's was? Demarcus Lawrence had to do that because he did a cost-benefit analysis. Do you think if Dak Prescott was cut free? I mean, I know it wouldn't happen like that. Why would Dak Prescott do that? He could still absolutely get $40 million, even if I don't think it's the best idea. I think DeMarcus Lawrence looked at it from a simple dollars and cents point of view. But, Corey, you asked, here's a bold way you can go if you want on Dak. I like bold. You can cut him or trade him if you want after this year. Here's how it would go. It's a $40 million dead cap hit. Now, if you want to trade him, you can lower that number, but believe it or not, it's not by as much as you might think. Is then it's 20 million per year. But Dak also counts against the 2024 cap, $52 million. Mm. So then my question is do you have a rookie? Because if you find a rookie in the second round or third round or whatever this year, you're gonna you can save money if that rookie's good by straight up cutting Dak. That's a big, ginormous if in terms of what Mike said about we don't cut quarterbacks. I don't think we're going to draft a quarterback in the second or third round. So that's a lot of ifs. But I'm saying you could move on from Dak after this year if you do a good job of developing a quarterback. Or you could say, I'm going to see if I can get Derek Carr or whoever. And I can probably manage the salary cap if you trade Dak with all of that going.
3: Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're trying to find – and I'm sorry, I'm looking at the clock right now. If you're trying to figure a way out to do that, Kevin, you, a good team, one of the good teams is sitting there looking at it going, how do we acquire the assets yeah. to put us in position to add a quarterback but also keep our team in good shape? And then whenever that time does come – our money is invested in the big-time Micahs and those guys, not the quarterback.
2: And just one more quick issue for you guys is let's say you do want to do that. You do want to trade or move on from Dak. Here's the bad news about that. Remember when I told you Todd Archer said you can have $45 million in space? Now you're down to about 13 to $17 million of space because you can't restructure Dak's contract. Stupid. I know, so there's a lot of tough choices. Let's get rid
3: of the cap, Kevin. What about that? Why don't we just get rid of the salary cap? I
2: mean, we have one of the people who started the cap, so I don't know if that's going to happen. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Appreciate you guys rocking and being really interested along the way. Coming up next, it's time for the Lunch Rush in the Expressway. We will do Mike Likes It, of course, but also the Combo Platter. It's National Hobby Month. Give us a sports or weather opinion. And then what is your favorite hobby? We'll do an X right here on the fan. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep
3: left field. It's going to go. Alvarez
2: ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. Even on a tough weather day. The Mavericks are listening. It might have been because I accidentally renamed the station 105.3, the Mavs, for half a second. (laughs) And Josh Green's like, I want to get involved in your conversation. So it looks like hopefully at some point in this hour, we will now have Josh Green on as part of our uninterrupted content. And we start with this. It's the combo platter. It's National Hobby Month. Today is the last day of January, so the last day of National Hobby Month. So give us a sports or weather opinion and tell us your favorite hobby.
3: Uh, from the 720, Kevin, hearing all these people on the radio say the big game makes me realize you guys were right all along, and Kevin's been saying the wrong as a violation. So Did they even star mine.
2: out Super Bowl in that text? <laughs> you dump that, Joey. No, you do say not. That. You do not dump that. The big
3: game. It that is, is if you're
2: doing a commercial. Hey, mm-hmm. Emmett Smith here. If you need a big crunch for the big game, like that's what they do. We're in regular content. Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. If you need a big crunch for (laughs) the big game. No, no. you need a You need a big chip like Doritos. Like, I don't know what what they're selling right there.
3: Man, I can't wait to have maybe Emmett Smith one day on our show so he can deliver that line for us. Do you think we could ever get him on the show, Kevin? Uh,
2: You know what? I say we do it in the next two weeks or we just stop doing radio.
3: Yeah. All right. Hey. Yeah. I like what you're saying there if he cancels, I like what you're saying though, oh so yeah. much trouble yeah it's during big big game uh, radio road no week. it's
2: it's the Super Bowl.
3: All right, Corey. Mike, I'm going to let him be alone on that one. Okay. Because I don't want to get in
2: that's, trouble. With that's that's fine. That is fine. So you
3: said we can have hobby hobby hot takes, or we can have no weather no, no
2: hot takes. No sports or weather. I need a sports or weather I, opinion, and then your favorite hot.
1: Corey, would you like for me to start while you? Yeah, think go ahead, about Mike. It. Yeah. I, yeah, I wonder gonna what think, this is going to be about. I still, I had this hot take before on, you know, one of these things, and I'm going to stick with it. But this was a month ago. But I'm going to repeat it. I do not think the Mavs make a trade. I know there's 10 days left till the trade deadline. I do not think they make a trade. Um, I just don't think anybody wants anything they have. And if they want something, then the Mavs ask for Giannis or Jokic. And they're like, we're not giving you Jokic for Dorian Finney-Smith. We're sorry. And they're like, well, I mean, you're lost. We get to keep Dodo. And Dodo's a solid player. But I just, I don't think they're going to make a trade. I think we're going to get to the deadline and it's going to stay as is. And I think this team is going to be – I will still think this. They're going to be in the play-in and not make the real playoffs. So they're going to play in the one-game do-or-die situation, and I think they could I – I just don't think they're going to be in the real playoffs this year. Um, I don't think that's going to really matter too much to the future of the Mavs, and Mark Cuban be upset about that. I think it is what it is. Hobby hot take. Obviously, I think this is – I like sports cards, so – that's uh my major hobby. What are you is,
3: collecting right now, Mike?
1: Uh, I'm still pretty big on Bobby Witt Jr. right now. I've been buying quite a bit of his cards. I did buy a pretty big um, Patrick Mahomes rookie card before the playoffs started. So those are kind of the two players right now that I've been buying the most of is Bobby Witt Jr. And, like, I like Luka cards, but they're so expensive. Like, I know he's not winning anything. That's the tough thing about Luka if, in the hobby that I do. Like hey luca and his cards i'm like dude good luck uh with guys that never win in the nba and their cards being super valuable at the end of their career
2: yeah yeah
3: all right i'm gonna go with weather take kevin instead of sports take on this day i think that this type of weather is stupid uh (laughs) and it's the worst look i can look outside in 115 degree heat and be like it's too hot to get in the pool but i also don't feel miserable when i look outside you know and okay and you know what i know is going to happen after after this is all said and done with everybody's everything's going to be drippy soppy wet and muddy and it won't dry up for like three months because the sun you know won't really hit until like june all right so it's just (laughs) going to be and then you're going to find some bowl or some like saucer that you accidentally left outside that's full of water and you're like Where did this water come from? Oh yeah, the stupid ice storm that we had a couple months ago. And then there's mosquitoes growing in it because that's what happens with mosquito larvae um so yeah i think huh. this is the dumbest weather and anybody who's out there talking about how texans I, I appreciated what you said kevin there's not a single person out there talking trash about texans right now and this whole ice situation that we're dealing with That could handle a summer in yeah. texas like, and be able to live like that
2: can i give you my example of that one of the last times was probably two times ago when i was up in chicago i went to a white Sox game i had a long sleeve t-shirt on and it was 80 degrees Mm-hmm. One of my cousins goes, aren't you dying in that? Mm-mm. And I thought, what? And his son goes, dad, he's fine. What, what, what is it where you live right now? And I was like, hmm, let's see. It's 103 degrees. Yes. So I was like, I'm fine. And he goes, Oh, man, I would die in a long sleeve shirt at 80 degrees. <laughs> and I was like, Well, see, that's the difference. I don't even want to step outside. I love
3: being barefoot. All right. And I can't go barefoot outside on ice right now. You know what that's going to do to my feet? It's going to give me death. All right. And I'm not looking for death on today. Uh, my hobby. Sure. My it
1: hobby. won't death you. It will just make your feet saying. messed up. Uh huh.
2: It'll give you frostbite. Like Mr. Deeds.
3: So it'll kill my feet, huh? Yeah, but not your whole body. So it'll death me. It'll death part of my body. Is what I'm saying.
1: Part of your body will die, but what not your weird, whole body.
2: What a weird way to put all of this.
3: As for hobbies, mm-hmm. I do like to. Uh, I do like to do some carpentry. Uh, I thought uh, video games for you. Uh, video games are are a lot of fun. Me and my buddies get along with some video games for sure. But uh, but yeah, me and my dad make some. We've made some cutting boards. I got some cutting boards that are really awesome. Uh, I've built some things with him, tables and stuff like that, that I really enjoy. And I have found, like, I think my grandparents were at a point where we're probably about to sell their house. And I get the, like, this is actually a joy for me. I get to go into the house now and, like, update things and be the handyman around there. And I'm kind of looking forward to it. Uh, whenever they needed me to do stuff, I lived with them for a little bit. Whenever they needed some stuff, I was always willing to, uh, you know, help paint house, part of their house and stuff. So that is kind of a hobby for me uh, that I do enjoy part of that. So it's it's a lot of fun. I've gotten more into cards because of you guys, but I'm not yeah. nearly as in deep as you guys absolutely are.
2: Eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. This one hurts my feelings. From the 214, the NFL is rigged. And my hobby is being Kevin's nemesis. That is a good <laughs> that
1: hobby. That person
2: does listen a lot, and I really appreciate that. From the 817, wow, this is a bold weather opinion. This weather is awesome because my 4x4 four four always pays off. And my hobby, I wonder how many people are just like this part. My hobby is secretly hating the Cowboys but acting upset over the last 25 years. Hold on. So they don't like the Cowboys, but they pretend. They're like, "Oh, can you get rid of Amari Cooper? What are we doing?" And they're like, "Good, I'm <laughs> glad." <laughs> That's, That's a weird what they place did. to be.
3: That's a weird space
2: to be in. Is
3: to to secretly hate the team, but also like act that way. Are you just trolling? Because like. Am I wrong, Mike? You worked with Dawson for a long time. Was he what? one of those guys that would go like troll on message boards and just laugh about it? Sometimes I think he,
1: I think he's admitted to doing that, but I don't <laughs> think it was with the Cowboys.
3: Okay, all right, but
1: I think he was still... in his olden days with the the <laughs> covering the Blazers. I think he's talked about that,
3: but we need to do more of that.
2: Yeah, now now the segment I want to do is what. Maybe we'll do this tomorrow. What fan base would you troll then? Like, based off of that text, think about that, Corey. Like, we can do that tomorrow. What fan base would you troll on the message boards and stuff? For me? And I'm getting close to, like, not loving any teams anymore okay yeah yeah yeah
1: because like the cowboys i don't love anymore i still like them like they're my team uh the rangers i like but i mean i played major league baseball it's weird to like oh you know it's like hey man you guys do good fine no problem like i also kind of root for this team and that team and it's not like a big deal if they win or lose and now i'm getting to the point with the Mets, i'm like i don't i don't know how i can keep rooting for this if it's going to be run this
3: way interesting man i'm sorry about that because like if that happens all you'll have left is Team USA baseball, you know, because
2: Oh yeah.
3: You got a bronze medal with them. Yeah, yeah, but I'll
1: still be like I mean, I'm I'm excited to watch Team USA, but I'm excited to watch the whole thing like if Team USA loses and it's the Dominican versus Japan in the finals, like I'll be excited to watch that.
2: Okay, (laughs) part of this text is accurate. I do not believe the second part is factually accurate, though, you know what? I remember a Mike likes it, where maybe you did say something like this. what did I say? From the 720... Mahomes will destroy the Eagles and their uh, hobby. Ever since Mike recommended it, my hobby has been LSD. I don't think. Really? I don't think. Yeah. How's reckon- it going? Do you remember that, right, Corey? When I watched like, the documentary on it. Yeah. Mike yeah. said
3: he wanted to do it, but uh-huh. only if it was in a doctor-safe like environment. Doctor
1: supervision, like in a hospital.
3: Yeah, not one of those. Like He didn't want to do it where in a place where, like, his kidney could get taken or something yeah. like that because we haven't created 3D printing kidneys. kidneys yeah. Yet, and I don't so. want to go
1: to deep Elm and get LSD down there. I don't know if it's good LSD.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Nobody knows that hasn't done it like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know that you recommended it per se, <laughs> Let's Mike, say but you, you, had, did not. <laughs> you had lots of questions and you wanted to know more about it. And yeah. I appreciated that. How's
1: the LSD thing going?
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Is it a positive or negative? <laughs>
3: Why are you laughing, Kevin? This yeah. is a serious life update I'm for a sorry. lot of people, you're man. Right. Yeah,
1: the dude the dude's taking up a hobby of doing or the woman's uh, taking up a hobby of doing L S D and you're <laughs> laughing in their face. No,
2: I just I'm What laugh- if it's
3: changed their lives? I don't I don't yeah.
2: I think I'm laughing at the boldness of which Mike like you can tell when Mike is actually like really excited about something, there is no doubt about it. You could tell he is one million percent invested in if you are actually doing LSD and he's like, hey, let me know what you've learned uh-huh. because he's still not ruled out the possibility of maybe microdosing. I forgot. Now I'm
1: interested again. I forgot about the LSD thing I talked about.
3: So uh, from the two one four opinion, if uh, Kellen Moore was the problem, why didn't McCarthy start calling plays earlier in the season? And their hobby is guitar playing and singing. Their new hobby is hating while acting like they like the Cowboys. So yeah, that's a that's still <laughs> a, a consistent a uh, consistent hobby. I guess I have taken up the hobby of also playing guitar and singing with the band. Everything's going well, by the way.
2: Are you guys going to have a show?
3: We're we're planning a barbecue in April where we're going to invite some friends and family over to, to watch us play for the first time. And if they say, you guys suck, then we will never play again or we'll get better from the hate.
2: Okay. Very interesting.
3: Very interesting. But I think we're good. Okay. I also think this show's good. What does that tell you, Kevin?
2: You're that- overconfident. <laughs> See? <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> I know you guys are way different, but level of attention and concentration sometimes just a little bit reminds me of Jerry Jones. Because there's sometimes you ask a question and he's like, I'm going to answer your question with a story about when I grew up. And you're like, what? What? And then there are other times if like, let's say you bring up some report that some governmental group did and he's like, bam, I'm ready to talk about that. It's the same thing with Mike and he was like immediately like, it means you're overconfident. So he was ready uh-huh. for that. and my my weather opinion, is going to be and Ooh, Mike, weather opinion. Yeah, that's right. Mike, you brought this up earlier. Is I think right now the roads, like I can just speak on the roads between Garland and Dallas because that's what I dealt with. So if you're in any of those general areas, are certainly manageable if you use common sense driving. Yes. Don't. Be on your phone. Don't be going 50 miles an hour or whatever. If you want to pass somebody, do it with caution as opposed to driving on uh, dry roads. Maybe you feel like a little bit more emboldened to go around a person. Just be careful.
1: To your point, I just watched a person go from the right lane to the left lane. A lot of water sloshing up when he yeah. did that or she did that. When you're just in one lane, there's not much uh precipitation at all coming off the tires right it looks like it's dry if you just kind of stay in that one lane or
2: find the ruts if you're driving that's another good thing if you find the ruts and stick with it there's not enough people on the road to get mad about where you are and then my what do you think is my favorite hobby either legos
3: or cards
2: those are the two options i think in this moment i'm favoring one a tiny bit over the other cards have gone down a lot
3: yeah, and plus you were Legos. at the house, so you had time to build Legos. That's uh, true. And you Kevin, coughed
2: all on them. You diseased those Legos.
3: Do you have, do you have a, a man cave at your house, Kevin?
2: Yes, I do. And in fact, Corey, if I can Comrex this thing up tomorrow and you got to do it near the router, it is in the guest bedroom slash Kevin room. All of my Legos are in there. Some of them are mounted to the wall. It's a whole, yo yeah, oh yeah. It's wow. it's a scene. So I think I'm gonna give a slight advantage to Lego building because it's something my whole family gets involved in. Like Brandon loves collecting cards, but he, uh, but my wife is not like super big on cards. She'll listen to my stories because she's a lovely lady. But Legos, she'll get involved too. Like she wants to build them. Brandon wants to build them. I want to build them. So I think slight edge to Lego building as my hobby of preference.
3: Well, you know what? How many how many guys do you think you can get in that man cave, Kevin?
2: Uh, I mean, I, we could do the whole show in there. hundred percent. Wow. But wouldn't that, but wouldn't All of that, us could get in there. Wouldn't that defeat the purpose of you not driving? If you're like, I can't drive to the studio, <laughs> but I'm gonna drive over to Kevin's house.
3: Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. You know, you got a really interesting point. The other night, Adrian came home and me and Carter, I was playing the guitar in the living room and he was playing the piano and we were like playing real songs together and it was a lot of fun. And Lucy was dancing around the house. And so maybe that's it, man. Maybe that's the one that brings me the most joy is being able to do that with uh with the kids and have some fun. Avery so, was out with friends.
1: So it looks like people on Twitch are talking about your Legos. Okay. And they're not bringing this up, but they're kind of saying, you know, Noah, Noah's going to destroy your Lego kingdom sure, when sure. he grows up. But what I'm wondering is is are you concerned or worried once Noah can move around and crawl and walk and not know the difference between a Jello and a Lego that you're going to have to be a lot more careful with all your Legos?
2: We have started to make some of those considerations because he's not crawling yet, but he's like trying to get the motion together. So I have no idea how he'll be able to read in like eight months is and so one of the most difficult Lego things I ever built was the International Space Station. If that breaks, I might cry because it was so hard to put together. We have already moved that to an unattainable shelf. And like I said, in my guest room, a lot of my Legos, that was one of the things my wife did as a present, are mounted to and coming out of the wall. And so that will be it, it, it will be impossible for Noah to reach. And I wanted to read this one. Because it ties into something we've been talking about throughout the day and then something we talked about last week.
3: The big game.
2: No. From the four six nine weather slash sports opinion, Mavs will shock everyone in the playoffs. Come rain, sleet, or sun. Their favorite hobby? Watching MILF Manor. One of the guys hooked no. up with his best friend's mom on episode three. I I'd stopped watching neither what happened in episode three.
1: You're doing wrong things by
2: watching that. <laughs> Joey, are you watching MILF Manor? Uh, absolutely not. Okay, good. Okay, good. I was a little worried about that. Yeah, it was rough, episode we're, one. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Now it's time for a little Mike Likes It All and right, maybe so, some Josh Green soon. Yeah,
1: hopefully Josh Green joins us in a little bit. But I have a few kind of questions based on sports in general. And you can take it to any sport here. The three major sports for me, football, basketball, and baseball, is last night Lucas scores 53. There's an article out on MLB.com about 40-40, which has happened four times in the history of baseball. And I'm wondering to you, what stat do you really still care about and you look at somebody and go, that stat means a lot to me. That means that guy's a great player. And that is a stat I still care about or want to see.
2: I feel like, yeah, this is a great question. <laughs> One of my stats is because
1: 53 I, doesn't really do it for me anymore.
2: I think the stat that immediately jumps to mind is I care. I still care a lot about ERA because I, 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 I know people factor out batting average. Cause you can go with OPS and OPS plus and everything like that. And I know you can look at whip or any number of different metrics, but I still think ERA matters a lot.
3: I, I probably overcare about that. I, I would say cool. that um, I, three point percentage is a, is a massive stat in, in basketball for me because that's where the game's gone. Like, it's not the same game that we grew up watching where the, you know, Kawhi's two pointers matter, uh, even though they actually, in fact, do. But I think ERA, now I guess I'm going for like completion percentage and catch percentage because, as like numbers can be big. But I want efficiency. You know, I want whenever you do get it, what are you doing with it? And so that's where I I think ERA is definitely a number that I'm like, I may overhype a little bit. Uh, Batting average, Mike, you know how I feel about getting runners on base. Uh, But that, you know was you can have a guy who has a really good batting average that doesn't hit for any power so you do kind of have to include that a little bit but the power numbers don't overdo it for me it's always it does always go back to batting average a little bit
1: yeah i like the baseball stats i think have always meant more in the history of sports than other stats because here we are lebron is about to pass kareem abdul jabbar now he's dealing with an ankle so i don't know you know how many games he's going to play up to the all-star break but He's within three to five games of breaking the record and becoming the all-time scoring leader. But it just, I don't know. I know in a weird way, Bonds obviously broke it off of me, Hank Aaron's record, and it's tainted now. But going up to that moment, like when he, when Barry Bonds got to 750, help me out if I'm wrong here. Maybe it's because I was playing at the time. It was a major deal that he was getting closer and closer to being the home run king. Do you feel right now that it's a major, major deal that
2: LeBron is getting closer to breaking Kareem's record? No, because every time it gets updated or somebody mentions it, I realize I forgot about it. Like, there was no time when I forgot about Barry Bonds. Even if I don't agree with all the things, there's no time I was like, oh, yeah, what's he at? 730, 740? Like, I don't know how close, what's LeBron, like 150 points away? I think he's 117 last I looked. Yeah, and like, I don't keep track of that. Okay, yeah. here,
3: here's another thing with that, though. A, and as hated as Barry Bonds could have been, I don't think he's as universally hated as LeBron is. Like, mm. LeBron is, is he has a bigger audience of hate, at least social media-wise, yeah. in my opinion. The other thing, too, though, is who was, I guess he was trying to catch up to Hank Aaron in in this kind of world of things, but, like, LeBron and Michael Jordan. And nobody will – and like, the old heads will always say, well, it's Michael Jordan. It's never going to be LeBron. So no matter what number he gets, it's just, oh, whatever, dude. You did it for so long. You did all these things. It's just that. So I still think that people, like, want to hate LeBron James and just always will peg him below Michael Jordan, and that's the reason – maybe that it was uh it's not as big of a deal and or LeBron, maybe it's just because people yeah. don't love the nba as much either
1: and i know lebron can't help this but bobby port has put out a tweet that made me think about this because you kind of forget this is kareem couldn't play basketball his freshman year they didn't allow freshmen to play basketball in college how, his freshman year crazy then he that? went all three years and averaged like 30 something points and won three national championships sophomore through senior year and Bobby Portis was saying, can you imagine if Kareem would have came into the NBA at 18 years old and given him four more years of most likely complete and total health like he had at UCLA? So he's averaging 30 points a game for another four years where the record would be. But back then, no three-point line. He only shot one three-pointer his whole NBA career. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Wow. Did he make it? I don't think so. Oh. But, like, that's it's just interesting.
2: <laughs> Corey's really invested on which is With just
1: stats and uh, what's – what, what goes on there? Do yeah. we have a phone call or no? I, I know, think you are getting we're stu- No. Okay. So, I'm looking at baseball, and there was an article on the 40-40 situation, and I do think that Bobby Witt Jr. has a great chance to get something like that. They also put Julio Rodriguez as a guy who has the ability to do that. And obviously now with the new rules, you can only pick over twice. The bases are a little bit closer and, you know, by inches that they're closer. It's not by a lot, but they are a little bit closer. You can only pick so many times. So it gives you a better chance of stealing bases. I'm just wondering, I don't see 50 as a big deal for Luca because when Luca was out, this is a one man offense. Dinwiddie scored 35 and 36 points. Now I get like Dinwiddie scoring 50 is probably close to impossible, but it's, The whole offense in the NBA is now, can one guy score 80 points in a game? And he'll probably fall short and score 40 a game. Like Sure. Like, it's just weird to me now that 40 isn't a big deal. Like, oh, he had 40. Who who cares? Everybody has 40 every night
2: that's a good player. It's really interesting how many of these responses have focused in on baseball. Like, I I know I said baseball, and Corey was talking about that, too. It doesn't have to be baseball, but I see it from the 817 ERA uh, is complete games. Complete games, I see, because yeah. you look back in the nineteen, you know, sixties and seventies. I get it. Obviously, happened before then too. There was a time when if you don't pitch all nine innings, like you might as well get cut. That moment. Yeah. But like, still, you see times in the sixties, seventies where it's like, if you didn't have twenty complete games or whatever, like, what are you even doing pitching in major league baseball? You're a what? Do you, what do you
3: think the most career complete games is
2: in a season or for a career? Well, uh, he did say career career complete games. Uh, five hundred fifty. I'll say four hundred.
3: Seven hundred and forty nine <laughs> by Cy Young. Yeah. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Followed up by six hundred and forty six by Pud Galvin. By the Who? way, yeah, Pud Galvin. The top I know fif- kids are named Pud, are they? <laughs> Mike, top 15, <laughs> uh, the top fifteen. The uh, top fifteen complete games list, all right-handers. I just thought okay. that was an interesting little addition to that.
2: How many did you say for Cy Young? 749.
3: It's 7,356 uh, 7, innings pitched.
2: He started 815 games. So, like, there was, wow. a, there was a there was a handful there where they're like, he might have had the flu or something. <laughs> but other than that, he's pitching a complete game.
1: But for the 40-40 deal, I didn't realize there were only four guys the other day talking to Derek Holland. I thought there were a few more. I thought there were seven or eight. Not like yeah. I thought there were 20, but I was like, man, but would with the new rules, would you look at, let's just say, I'm hoping this happens. Let's just say Bobby Witt Jr. has a 40-40 year this year for yeah. the Kansas City Royals, which it's very tough to hit home runs in Kansas City, which I think he could fall short of the home runs more than the stolen bases.
2: Canseco, first one to get that, yes?
1: I believe so. So you have Canseco, Arod, Alfonso Soriano, and I'm drawing a blank on think- the- Bonds do it? Yeah. uh, I think so. Okay. I'm not 100% sure, but Canseco, A Rod, and Soriano. Canseco,
3: Bonds, Rodriguez, and Soriano. Yeah.
1: So those are the four in the history. Do you find that as a historical season? If that happens this year, would you be
2: like, oh my God, that's a historical season? I just don't, I don't think I care enough. I get, I get your question. I don't think I care. I know. It's
1: interesting because there's a big article on it. And I'm like, I wonder how many people actually care about a 40 40 year. Yeah. You know, because it used to be, well, there would be, 40 guys with 40 stolen bases in the league and yeah. there would be I don't know let's say five guys maybe that would have 40 home runs you know but you're just like stolen bases hey but now getting 40 stolen bases you might lead the league in stolen bases so I was wondering football wise I don't know there's so many things that Tom Brady holds but I don't really look at his records of yards or completions or touchdowns as a big deal I look at his Super
3: Bowls yeah. there are there are about 10 other occasions when there were, like, near misses of 40-40. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Bonds, twice, once for the Giants, once for the Angels. He missed the home runs by a total of four home runs, and then the most recent is Acuna, who had 41 home runs and 37 stolen bases. And he got hurt
1: right at the end of the year, or yep. he would have easily got it. All right, so now I have a question for Kevin. Corey had a question for you where I left out Kevin. Now I'm leaving you oh, out here. But I think you're going to like See this question, Corey. I oh. was watching a comedian the other night on Netflix. <laughs> oh, Mike.
2: I'm pretty sure today there's a new Nate Bargatze special on Amazon. Really? Okay. I I see you know, later. I'm I think going to so. Watch Sorry. Sorry. I know that's not your no, question. No, no. Go ahead.
1: That's a good. That's a, that's something that I can watch. I'll, I'll try to watch too. that instead of the math. Um, <laughs> is this guy was talking about? He's like, I have problems in my life, this and yes. that. He's using comedy to kind of talk sure. about his issues. Yeah. And he said one. His therapist asked him one time, "Would you rather be right or happy?"
3: oh man
1: and he said that was such a tough question
3: it hurts and i know know that that i
1: think they both if you're right if you know you're right i think that does give you happiness but if you took out the happiness with being right would you rather be right or would you rather be happy
2: i would 100 percent rather be happy lies no 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 hold on no 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 hear me out i don't know if that's achievable without the first one and so You know, I actually talked with Gavin Dawson about this a couple weeks ago. I have a lot of flaws. Like, a lot of flaws. One One of my major flaws, I feel like it's a good thing I at least know what my flaws are. So, I'm, like, hopefully not a sociopath. One of my major flaws, and I was talking to Dawson about this, is I run into times when I can't just be right. I need you to know and acknowledge that I'm right. And that is not a good personality trait. Like, who cares? What's the point? Like, you know... If you're right, you're right. Otherwise, why are you like potentially ruining a friendship or whatever? Because you have to prove you're right. I hate, I shouldn't say hate. I very much dislike that aspect of my personality. So that's why I say, Corey, I'd rather be happy. I just don't know if I have that in me, but if I could, hell yeah, I would rather be happy all the time. I struggle with all kinds of issues. Because of the flaws that I don't know how to overcome, hence why the talking doctor.
3: I told Mike yesterday the exact, almost the exact answer you just gave, Kevin. I was like, I've known this guy for a very long time, and that's just kind of how I feel about it. But I think we we made a very strong concession on this show a long time ago. Is does being right matter? And yeah. like, does arguing radio really count? Like, does the audience like that? And I think we made the decision of I think let's just be more entertaining than being cor- than being right. Let's be correct about some of the facts, but let's let's be more entertaining in our discussion.
2: Because you want the the shine to be on your show, mm-hmm. not like the the one of the discussions Corey and I had was like, hey, if you win, who does that make look good? You, mm-hmm. like. So we try to help the whole show win. That's a great question, Mike. And I will readily admit that is an aspect of my personality. I thought of you I during could, that question. i
1: yeah. like, I wonder how Kevin deals with that question if a therapist asked him that question. What are
3: other times that you think of, of Kevin, Mike?
2: <laughs> um, I don't know. You can get back to us on that. Believe yeah. it or not, I swear, I actually did talk two weeks ago with my talking doctor about that exact thing. Wow. About, wow. like... I don't know why I do
3: this. Mike knows you're talking, doctor, and he's given him information on you.
2: He had a lot of insight about <laughs> why that. Is. Um, one of his main concerns is is like because your dad will never be there to to give you the validation that you wanted all along and I was like, that's a good ass point. I'll be there for you. Thank you, Corey. I'll We're the KNC masterpiece like right here. Oh my god. What? He did that wrong. Un- man. Well, Josh Green was probably going to be on the show. No. Not anymore. Not anymore. He's like, I heard that. Coming up next is time for the C-Block starring chord Majors. Good luck.
3: Well, it could be Josh Green. It could also be some senior bowl questions we'll get into next.
2: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio.